0: Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hey you. Welcome to another episode. Thank you so much for all the lovely comments about the previous one. I hope you've set some lovely goals and you're now working towards them. So, today, as a reward, I wanted to give you a very meaty episode and for that, I actually want to thank my wonderful, beautiful course participants, my clients from my business foundation course, The Rocket, um, because they came up with this and I think it's brilliant. So enjoy. So I've got a question. Is this you, basically? Are you a teacher who is super passionate about their work? but you possibly mainly work one-to-one. You may have already started uh, finding your own private students, but you're kind of operating at a capacity, right? So there is only so much you can do with the one-to-one model because there are only so many people you can squeeze into your weeks and days, right? So... The next logical idea that may have appeared in your head um, is possibly organising group classes, right? I've heard it so many times actually that I wouldn't be surprised if you said yes to this. Obviously, you're... Uh, kind of journey may have looked a little bit differently but um, I think the principles and and the benefits of running group classes in all their share shapes and forms like we all understand them right so I hope this episode is going to prove useful uh, when it comes to you promoting and filling your group classes with actual Bums on seeds (laughs) or students you're lovely lovely students okay so my first question to you and a reflection question you actually can journal on it if you like I'm I'm not going to convince you but I absolutely love journaling and I find great joy in it but also lots of clarity so feel free to steal that idea from me and journal on things that um, are a bit you know confusing for you So my question is, what is your business model? Are you, do you have the awareness of different possible business models when it comes to your teaching business? Okay, Um, if you like many of my clients or many people that I meet on social media, especially, you may have started without a clear plan. Um, You know at the beginning you may have just thought oh I'm just gonna open a social media channel and and just see how it goes right or maybe during the pandemic you thought oh screw working for language schools or screw looking for work I'm just gonna find my own students and that's all great but if you're still operating at I'm just gonna see how it goes then you're at least missing out, if not making your life a hundred times more difficult, because as an entrepreneur, you should have the awareness of the possibilities, but also of your intentions and 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 the the, the actions behind your intentions behind your your actions. So basically. Why are you still still teaching one-to-ones or why do you even want to open group classes or are group classes something that you see doing in your business long term or maybe there is some other goal that you have and everything else is just the way um, to reaching it right. So that's my question what are the possible business models that you would consider and which one would you choose? So, some ideas for you, so that you've got something to um, think about. Um, You could run live courses, right, with a certain structure, and I'm going to talk about it in a minute, because this is extremely relevant in today's episode. You might want to run conversation classes, you might open a membership, you might want to organize a digital course, or you might want to start selling some ebooks or materials. Um, You might want to sell consultations uh, with people. So there are lots of possibilities but which one are you going for and why and how are you going to get there? You need to have the awareness. Then... If you're still working, or if you just started, you know, because "still" has that sort of negative connotation, right? Why are you still doing it? I'm not. I'm not implying that. Um, if you are working with one-to-one students, um, then you know that there might be potential, possible reasons for that. You might still enjoy it, and I don't think you should. Um, you know, there is, there is anything wrong with that. I actually enjoy some of my one-to-one work. To be perfectly honest and transparent with you, I am a fan of working with groups. I love the energy there. So there are obvious mm, benefits there for me. But one-to-one work is also a great thing. And what I want you to re- understand about your one-to-one work or one-to-one teaching is that it is a premium service. And I want you to treat it like that. It cannot simply be the default in your business. Yes, it's true. A lot of people start by teaching one-to-one students. It's much easier to find students for individual classes, but it cannot become your default because that's the simplest, easiest way to burn out and resentment and like feeling that, oh my God, I'm just trading my time for money, right? Um, So I want you to be super conscious of that and aware. Um, Then the next thing is, if your one-to-ones are a premium offer, then you also should be charging accordingly, right? Unfortunately, too many people still treat one-to-ones as an alternative to, you know, oh, I'm just... I'm just the worst alternative to a student going, picking like a language school. You're not. You're not. Or if you are, or if you think you are, then you should rethink your strategy and your attitude towards your services. Because the idea behind your one to ones should be that you are a specialist at a very, very specific area and hence niching down. And that's why you should be able to charge accordingly. So that's the first step. You should charge premium for your one-to-one classes. So whatever that means for you, absolutely get in touch if you have problems with your pricing. That's something that I do daily with with my clients. It, there is no simple answer to uh, to pricing because it's a it's a very individual thing. However. Um, you will know when you're charging premium for your one-to-ones. I definitely charge premium for my one-to-one program. And that's the way it's supposed to be. There are other ways of working with me. But one-to-one has this element of my undivided attention, me being alive on an individual personalized basis and the program being absolutely bespoke to the needs of my clients. So all that costs money and it should right um right that was a very long preamble to how to (laughs) market your group classes but it's all important so let's say that you've already made a decision and you've already like come to terms with the fact that you cannot just carry on like that and just teach one-to- ones so you're gonna you want to put students in groups you might want to start if you already have a, a decent pool of one-to-one students um by thinking whether it would be possible to put some of your existing students in some groups and by groups I mean pairs as well because even pairs are easier for you to, approach they cost you less energy but also they are more fun and communicative so more beneficial for the students i actually love working with pairs and i think pairs (laughs) i just mentioned the fruit sorry um so that's just an idea or maybe bigger groups if you want Something that I suggested to one of my one-to-one clients is she's got many, many, many one-to-one students and I um, suggested that she created a group conversation class as an additional service to all her one-to-one students and whoever would want to come, they would have an extra day. It could be free of charge, it could be um, charged Less, but it was mainly to just experiment with the format. She loved it, people loved it, so maybe that's something that you could look into. However, if one, to, if uh, sorry, group classes are something that you're only just approaching and starting to promote on your social media or in your emails to your students or whatever, um, then you have to think about a few uh, very, very important rules you that's rule number one you have to be absolutely a hundred percent convinced and positive that group classes are a good thing I genuinely think that group uh, tuition is especially when it comes to language learning is fantastic okay I think that it is actually more effective than one-to-one. Classes. Obviously, there are people with different needs and different types of courses or whatever, people's like, whatever specific goals that um, kind of are a little bit better to be approached individually. However, I think in most cases, group classes are absolutely great for all the parties involved. So, what I want you to do is to write down a list of benefits of group classes how do you see it okay do you struggle to come up with those ideas because to me it's clear okay i could come up with a list of at least 10 okay starting the list with fun interactiveness the fact that they can practice with people at the same level um building confidence and so on so on so forth so i want you to do the same thing write down the list number two rule number two When you have that awareness and that sort of excitement about your group classes, you need to share it with the people that you want to uh, find out about it. Okay, so you need to put yourself in the mood for promoting those classes because all I hear on social media, and it is a very valid argument, is that oh, I would love to run um, group classes, but all my students are always so negative about it. They they say that they associate it with like school learning or that they think it's worse value or whatever. All those arguments are extremely relevant. Absolutely. And by the way, from the marketing point of view, customers are totally allowed to have their objections and it's your job to deal with those objections, okay? And that's exactly what I want you to do. Tip number three, deal with objections, okay? So whatever you've ever heard from those people that you are trying to sell group classes to, you have to reverse their thinking you have to show them oh you think that but that's not actually not the case also um assuming that you are that you do have a niche that you do um position yourself as an expert there are so many additional benefits on top of the ones that are obvious such as In your group classes, there are people with the same needs, okay? So people who uh, you target, your ideal specific clients. So them being in a group, it's just this... Oh my God! Yay! Effect of um, everybody having the accountability, the community, the support of people who totally understand them. Because you know that's that's the assumption that I'm making. If you have a niche, then that's what happens. People there there are very certain type of people who come to you, right? And then it's very likely that they will enjoy being together in a group, right? Dealing with those obje- objections then is going to be extremely easy. Uh, it, I'm sorry, extremely important. And how to deal with those objections? Create content around those objections. Literally, you could create a post that says um, what the benefits of group classes are. Um, but you know, don't just don't just tell them, show them as well. So a very good technique is social proof. Share as many as possible of your past students or existing students testimonials and comments that they've made about your group classes, okay? Because people trust other people who are or have been in their shoes. So the more social proof around that you share, the better for you and the better people, the more likely people will be to believe that that's the solution for them. Okay, the price incentive is the obvious thing that you could advertise, right? So now, looking at or kind of going back to the argument or the, the the fact that your one-to-one classes should be treated as a premium service, you are totally allowed to use it and leverage it. It doesn't mean dismissing your one-to-ones because we don't want to do that, but literally telling people being super honest and transparent this is how much i charge for one to ones if you want a similar level of support but in a group um this is what you can pay and it's and it's an amazing argument it's just honesty right and that's what i think so i run my one to one program and it's expensive and then I have my rocket course the business foundation course it's a group program and people you know they come in a group but they get my undivided attention as well right Um, but the price is lower accordingly um, so they can afford it so it's a great argument to use in your marketing now number four what I want you to talk about when you're talking about and marketing your group classes is something that, especially in copywriting world, world is called benefits rather than features. So it's something that you can implement in your um, content, in your emails, in your whatever things that you create that your audience sees, in which you have to talk about the benefits of your group classes rather than their features. So here are some examples. People genuinely make buying decisions, purchasing decisions, based on emotions. So based on um, how they feel or how the result of getting that sort of um, thing, signing up to that thing will make them feel. Obviously, logical reasoning is involved as well. That's why it's good to talk about both. But all the studies all this sort of research around marketing um, suggests that most people's decisions are made based on emotions so what you need to do is to involve people emotionally so rather than saying here are three ex- examples for you rather than saying my group classes are uh, there are only six people in your in the group Rather than saying that, which is an obvious feature, you would say the groups are intimate so you can feel more confident and the teacher's attention can be divided onto fewer people um, so they can give feedback to everybody, right? Um, Another feature, my group classes are 10 weeks long. That's a typical feature. That's just stating the fact. The benefit, however, could be... um, It's 10 weeks, so you can feel like you've made some serious progress, right? Or another one, uh, my group classes are run in a multilingual environment, which means that you can practice your language skills with people from other countries and get used to their accents as well, which is brilliant, by the way. So can you see how that works? It's basically making a list of everything that describes and makes your group class and turning that into something that is called so what. So um it's a there are only 6 people in the group. So what, right? How will that benefit um your potential student, okay? And that's that's an extremely important um point to make. And number five, and I would say that that's one of the most important and, and um, to me, it's possibly the only way to go about group classes. I would probably, if I were you, reconsider the whole idea of organizing group classes that have no purpose. So by group classes that have no purpose, I mean things like conversation classes or like at confidence clubs. These are great, but as an additional service. However, if you want to make group classes, group teaching um, as core of your business, um, then I would approach it a bit differently. Again, it all comes down to the fact that people make decisions based on how things make them feel or how a, a possible result... Uh, will make them feel. So, if you tell someone that you're organizing a conversation class, do you think that they feel highly emotionally, like, kind of moved? Because I don't think so, unfortunately. Nothing wrong with conversation classes, but I don't think they have enough of that meat and of that emotion um, and of the thing that you're potential client or student needs in them. So what I would turn your group classes into are life courses with some tangible results or aims um, to be achieved within a certain time frame. So I call life courses things like my life course, for example, uh, the rocket, the ELT um, Business Foundation course, because it's a 10 week course. And during those 10 weeks, people achieve a very, very specific set of skills and they acquire a specific sort of knowledge. They learn about mindset in business. They learn about pricing. They learn about uh, choosing a niche, creating a community, creating a teaching offer, choosing a business model. They create a marketing plan, a launching plan, and they learn how to sell. So these are all extremely tangible, smart goals that we set ourselves at the beginning of the journey. And now, I want you to do the same for your group classes. I want you to think whether you could come up with an offer, with a group course that would take people somewhere from a point A to point B. Because the easier it is for them to see that, oh, wow, if I join for those 10 weeks, there's something really like tangible, something something that I can really measure going to happen... Then they are more likely to buy because they will see the clear benefit. Not to say conversation classes don't have benefits, but those there is less urgency around just conversation practice. I hope you understand that. So let's say let's let me give you an example. Let's say that your niche is professional women um, and who want to improve their English in their. Um, sort of work environment. So what I would do is I would create a certain number of week course, 10, 12, whatever you want really. And in those 10 or 12 weeks, I would focus on three specific, could be more, could be less, areas that those specific women struggle with. So could be pronunciation, could be small talk at work, could be something else. So it has to give them a Something to hold on to and to see that they've made clear progress, right? With classes that don't have that clear aim, it's very hard to measure progress as well. So that's why you even in your head, you might not even think that they are effective or they are good enough. So if you turn your group classes into something more like a course, then it's going to be easier for you to talk about it, sell it and get excited about it, right? So this is basically all my ideas. They're not complicated, um, but it takes a little bit of thinking about why and how you want to do things in your business. So I really encourage you to start thinking what that business model of yours is. What's your relationship with one-to-ones? Are you treating them as default or are you... Um, already charging premium if not i would consider doing that and then can your group classes can you get excited about your group classes can you actually talk about those benefits or could you possibly come up with a course that would show people or help people um, achieve some certain specific results in a given time frame because again that's going to be much easier for you to sell, okay? And that's it, my lovelies. What I wanted to say is if you got curious about my course, my group course is amazing because as I said, people get so much attention from me as much as my one-to-one clients Um It's not as bespoke, but it's a great opportunity for you to develop your business skills. Mm, These are the business skills that I've um, realized English teachers need because nobody ever teaches them um, to us. So a lot of people think that opening a social media account means uh, the same as having a business. Unfortunately, there is a little bit more to it. There are certain skills, habits and routines that you need to have in order to make it into something tangible and something that could become your lifestyle if it isn't, if it isn't already. So my business foundation course, the ELT Rocket, um, whose first edition is running at the moment, and um, I couldn't be prouder of my course participants taking action daily and, oh my God, building the solid solid fantastic foundations um building their content strategies and um, thinking about how to serve their audiences best and becoming experts basically and becoming super clear on the fact that it's not a side gig anymore they just want to do it they just seriously want to do it um so if you feel like you, you you might want to become one of them, then I'm, I would be super happy if you wanted to join us. The waitlist for the second edition starting in uh, June is already open. I'm going to link it in the description of this episode. So feel free and join us. Obviously, the waitlist priority people get bonuses and get discounts and all sorts of um, goodies like that. If you have any questions about the course, I'd be super happy to have a chat with you about it. I also offer 15-minute calls uh, because the the course is quite a commitment, to be honest, Uh, but it's definitely, definitely worth it. So... Let me know if any questions and otherwise go on and market those group classes of yours because those are the future. Those are the future. You cannot run your uh, business on one-to-ones forever. So good luck. Fingers crossed for you and I'll see you back here next week. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me don't be a stranger say hello from time to time on social media i love getting to know you better you're my elt tribe and for now bye and until next time